Thursday. So faith about this church, Bible study. We may and we are going to move by Paul and Oh, we're finding finding that as many would attest over the centuries that such a dynamic person, prolific writer, and a great thinker, but also someone who urged propelled by God to spread the word. We are both the beneficiaries, recipients, all sayings and writings and thoughts. Amen. So let's get right to it. Let's get right to the programs. Lesson and uh, uh, right. And we are looking at Romans 8 and 28. Very well known scripture. Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God. For those who are called according to his purpose. Amen. Now all this ties in this afternoon is developing this thesis and in Extremely, extremely good for that. Uh, so, in the end of chapter 7, we shared in some discussion about Paul using as an example to all of us how frequently use that term the that which is not good, and so forth, and so on. And then he begins chapter 8 with saying, there is no condemnation now for all who receive Amen. But before we get to the 28, we need to and leading into all of this, I want to share some things because when it says, for well, we know for all things, that all things, all things, which all things? Uh, all right, so, it really established that the law can't keep us straight. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. Because they were tempted to fall back to the flesh, as we call it. And uh, it, 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 
was folly is right in listening about spiritual fear. That's another thing that he attributes to the Holy Spirit of God that takes away the spirit of fear. When we talk about fear, we don't of, of, of sin itself. And so we live about it because there's no condemnation for us. But then he talks about in verse 18 of chapter 8. Well, I consider that the sufferings of the present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us. This is a very, very moving section where stop, give it time, not over it, chewing it, carefully chewing it again, try to digest it. Verse number 19, for the eager, well, the eager expecting creation awakes eagerly the revelation for sons of God. So it's not only us, the ones who stop as we would call it, but all of creation. And this is generally understood that since the fall of human, since the first sin, since the garden reading, since Adam and Eve, however you may want to use it, there is not only a tension and a struggle to keep things from falling apart, Spiritually, temporarily, temporarily, and otherwise. That's why our salvation is so important to Jesus Christ, because all of creation is decaying. All of creation is moving away from the ideal, the paradise, what God has set up in the garden of Eden. Oh, I find this so fascinating. And I try to apply it to physics, astrophysics, and stuff like that. And it, 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 it's a beautiful thing that Paul is doing in explaining this to us. And that's why we need Jesus. And that's why we need salvation. Not only human, but all of what God has created has to be brought back to a state of innocence, to a state of sinlessness, to a state of decadence, falling away and decaying to a state of perfection. As he says in verse number 20, so the creation has been subjected to futility, 
not willingly, but because of the one who subjected it and thought that the creation itself will also set free of the civility to decay and with glorious freedom of the children of God. So that's sort of what I was explaining a while ago. Verse 22 is very interesting experience. It talks about climate change, this change, that change. Oh, we just went through a horrible pandemic that was with us a hundred years ago, almost to the day. Yeah, we lived in a constant fear and apprehension that something could be wrong, and we never know when. Earthquakes, tsunamis, and all other kind of cataclysmic catastrophes and happening all around us and even in space. For we know that the whole creation grows together and suffers agony together now. That's a metaphor. Isn't that something? I always was so struck with this. We know that the whole creation, everything, nature, everything that we understand to make this known, known, Suffer together. And you may wonder, I like that. Together and suffer agony together going on even now. Verse number 23. Not only this, but we ourselves also have in the first room of spirit. Even we ourselves grow within ourselves while we await eagerly our adoption and redemption of our bodies. So we go through stuff too in what sustains us, help us, and we be the first fruit of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that is given to us. Verse 24, for in hope we will save, but hope that is seen is not hope. For who hope for what he sees? But we hope for what we do not see. We await it eagerly with patience and endurance. And likewise also, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. But we do not know how to pray, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with unexpressed glory. So translate the Spirit himself 
the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to join us with the Lord. Written, spoken, written in the Scripture as a person. And the one who searches our heart knows what the mindset of the Spirit is because the indices they have of the saints according to the will of God. Now, verse 28, and we know that all things, all the stuff that was talking about before, based on the previous verses, Suffering, warning, even creation. When he says all things, sometimes when we say that we apply to the present circumstances and the circumstances people around us. But it's that, it's about some of the present circumstances, stuff that's going on. The stuff that's going on in the nation, stuff that's going on in the world, but it is all the creation. It is all that we understand about all that exists. Everything. Because God has willed it so. Everything that has fallen into in perfection, now God is bringing into perfection not only with the Holy Spirit Himself within us, but the Holy Spirit that God has appropriated throughout all existence. Paul is put in another in Ephesians, right? No. That all of this will come together in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, a theological thought. The sacrificial death of Jesus for our salvation is not just for our salvation, as you might suspect, it's the salvation, the restoration. The refurbishing, the replenishing, the reinvigorating of all that was lost from the time of the original sin, all the decadence, all the decadence and all the decay, putrefaction, and all the suffering, mourning, groaning. Loving and everything that makes this world as beautiful as it is, not as beautiful as it should be. Even the universe itself, until it's restored, returned, refurbished, replenished to what God originally had it to be. All things. All things, even that which is working against each other, even the things that our enemies, our agents might be doing, 
and grandsons. All things, even the climate changes that were made because of all sin and indifference and disregards for God creation. Even that which people seem see and deem to understand that is negative. Even that those who would deny that there is a God, and, and, and those who would seek to harm others, and people who have started wars and caused the death of millions of people, and the human greed and selfishness that has caused salvation and the mutilation of people in so many different ways and the and the the, 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 the spreading of disease because of human behavior itself, everything, pandemics and everything, diseases of all sorts, everything that you can think that is negative and bad, still there is much positive there because every day is coming together, God is bringing together through his to his spirit, the state of perfection, that there be no more groaning and mourning and disease diseases and catastrophes and disasters and catatrimic uh, circumstances of explosive phenomena that phenomena that we cannot truly ever comprehend. Everything God working on it, needing it, molding it, forming it to the Holy Spirit to what intended it to be from the very beginning. All things we know, ought to know, work together for good, for the good. What is good for all of us? We love God and all together, together, according to God's purpose. I think I like the right. God's purpose in us. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for listening. And we so much like you to share.